All right, welcome back to the Float Universe podcast. Really excited tonight uh, about our guest, one of my favorite Instagram accounts, and like me, has been banned. This time, I think their original account possibly is deleted forever. Currently known as BWAP2, uh, also known as uh, Beyond Woke and Problematic, one of my favorite Instagram accounts. Welcome to the Float Universe podcast. Oh, thanks, Float. It's good to be here. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I've followed you for a while. Uh, you're one of the few people who uh, are in the Venn diagram of like being a mutual and um, known or associate of my wife and also me. So, um, yeah, I wanted to give her a, a quick shout out. It's uh, it's quantum, it's is quantum kitty, yes, quantum kitty with the, the K, right? Yes. Yes, no, a big shout out to her because, and I didn't know you guys were related or, you know, what you said that's your girlfriend? Uh, my wife, no, yes. Your, your wife, that's right. Okay, so, yeah, I had no idea. And I don't even know how long you've had your accounts, but I had no idea when she made me, like, a whole outfit. And I still have the shirt and stuff. And when I get my video stuff going, I'm going to be wearing that jacket a lot. So I don't know if she still makes clothes and stuff, but I'll definitely be shouting her out in the future again and i did for a while there when i was at the float center i was wearing the, the jacket and the shirt and all that stuff and oh, nice. i i, I yeah oh, no I, I love it uh big shout out super psychedelic outfit she made and and people that are people that are a fan of the uh the account they know what i'm talking about so especially if you're a fan of the account you'll know who you are beyond awoke and problematic um i've been following you for a while one of the things i'm like i gotta get this guy in the podcast because one day somebody made a meme. It, they took something that you had, I don't know, it was a Twitter thing that you had said or something. And they had uh, juxtaposed it in, uh, with a picture of me thinking it was you. I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring that up. But okay, well, we'll, 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 get to, we'll get to that. I want to just get to your intro then. So, yeah, man, it's been quite a ride. So how long have you been on, 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 or on the internet or on Instagram or in, involved with memes? What's the story? Uh, well, the Instagram accounts... I want to say like the end of 2019, uh, like a few months before like COVID and lockdown. But, uh, you know, it was like making memes for like Facebook, uh, you know, like maybe for like two years prior to that. But, you know, I didn't have like a page or anything. I would just like share them to groups. Uh, and I kind of made I made like philosophy memes, kind of really niche, like gills to lose memes for this one Facebook group. And I also made like, techno memes like memes about clubbing and techno yeah. and like partying um and i don't know i just like i gotta put these two together but uh for the first 
a year, year and a half. It wasn't exclusively like theory and philosophy related, but it was a lot more of that. And um, gradually as like kind of a scene like sprung up around me on like Instagram, that kind of coincided with like COVID and lockdown. Uh, I like kind of bored and part of it. And, like, a lot of people were doing it. Some people were doing it better. Some people were like kind of bad at it, but there was like a lot of it. And like also too, I just kind of got like, Really, I don't know. It's like I kind of just lost. I lose interest in philosophy. I still make some like philosophy and theory means, but like I, my interests like kind of, I don't know. They went in other directions. Now I, I do like a lot more conspiracy, parapolitical um, stuff, or just like whatever is like on my mind. I try not to like. I don't really have like a theme so much anymore. But um, yeah, no, that's. Well, I like the so, name yeah, uh, Be- like Beyond years. Woke and Problematic. Where'd you come up with that name? <laughs> I don't know. It, it seems like so dated now. It's, it was so like of the moment. Um, so I don't like being, I kind of like, I kind of rode like, rode like the anti-woke um, like wave uh, post-left, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's not a, a great word for it, but like, I don't know. I don't, I try not to make that my thing. I think people, I mean, I think cancel culture is like real, but like also people who like go on about it too are kind of annoying, but like, I don't know. It's, it's, um, so it was kind of trying away. It was like a way, you know, it's a play on beyond, well, beyond good and evil. Um, but you know, it was kind of like trying to get out of that, like binary, uh, you know, of something is like, yeah, the woke and problematic, I guess now it's more like more, cringe and base to be like more uh contemporary uh so you know i tell people uh like the bwap it's kind of like my kentucky fried children or kentucky fried chicken rebranding like bwap KFC. okay it's not being like changed like, their name to I, kfc so i'm just like bwap okay right okay so well, that, well, that, but there's a there's a genesis and i want people to know that uh you know it's, it's quite an epic name actually i think beyond woke and problematic is still relevant um especially the beyond woke now where would you consider yourself on the political um compass i still i guess i still lean left on on most issues um you know like not racism uh healthcare would be nice uh you know i don't you know bigotry i kind of have like no like, you're not a Leo Lip, though. You know what I mean? Like you're not, yeah, I'm not a Leo Lip. Yeah, I don't know. I I just you know I I there's like there's the government, the people in power, people who run things, uh, the ultra wealthy, the elite, uh, you know, and then there's everyone else, and you know, um, that's like kind of way I see it. But, yeah, you know, no, totally. Uh, but yeah, I'll say this: like no, like esoteric right. Uh, you know, right wing bodybuilder has like ever called me a Russian asset or, <laughs> or problematic. Um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I don't know. Twitter's a weird space. I kind of, there's more, I, I, I am on like, I do have kind of a weird niche on like right wing Twitter, though, like a lot you of do. people, a lot of those people look at, look on me with suspicion. And same with like, I still have like a lot of left, leftist followers and like MLs and Marxist Leninists. Uh, who still follow me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't want to say I'm in the middle, 
Well, well no, I, I think you resonate a truthfulness that puts you very centered where it's hard to tell, actually. I think that's the kind of humor I like where it's like, I don't know if the guy running the account is, I don't know where he's, I don't know, honestly, I didn't know where you were on the political. I would guess by the name beyond woke and problematic that you'd be somewhat alt-right, but in, in, in an ironic way you are, um, at least from what you're telling me, I guess now, right? So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, alt-right, that's such like a loaded term. It's like 2016. Right. I don't know. Uh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I mean, I like Sam Hyde. Uh, I still like a lot of stuff that maybe like canonical alt right, but you know, I don't like buy into like the race replacement theory or like you know necessarily right. like hating women or like all those kind of <laughs> dark deep corners that you know um, I can lead to. But um, I don't know. Uh, I, I do like some like I do follow some people who are considered like you know, either like more to the right or like anathema to like, uh, you know, like who, who, else besides, who else besides Sam Hyde? I mean, I love Sam Hyde, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, if you follow me, like uh, people, uh, I like Alexander Dugan. Uh, you know, I, I like Nick Land. I, you know, I like. Yeah, his, Nick like, Land's, trolley, yeah he's hilarious. Surely, you know, post 2008 persona, even, you know, he's like a boomer kind of like racist uncle but yeah uh, he's funny though um yeah Wait, he's like, honest in his, in his in his own autistic way right right you know people who are like hard to like pin or put in a box but you know people still do are you an alex jones fan i like alex jones yeah i like alex jones he's funny um i think he's a little spooky maybe he's a little sus yeah uh, oh yeah but, for sure you know, for sure maybe even controlled opposition but like you know oh, no doubt more often than not, though, you know, he, he happens to be right on a lot of things. I think it's like 75% truth and 25% BS. Yeah. And, and yeah, then, yeah, of yeah. course, it's controlled and it's an op and all that stuff, of course, too. Yeah. No, yeah. I, 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 yeah. That's, I mean, that's about accurate. It's super entertaining, though. Like, that, I love it. Even if it's completely bullshit, I, I still am entertained by it. And it doesn't affect my reality of, like, living my life in my day-to-day existence. Yeah. And he's, like, a great, like... um if you look at him just like as a performance artist like he's just like you know really a good entertainer do you think he is uh uh what's his name damn it the comedian oh uh, what's his name that he's supposed to be that he died and then he became alex jones oh, oh. uh bill hicks bill hicks do you think that's, <laughs> yeah, that's uh... one of my favorite conspiracy theories I mean, I don't know. They're, they're, weren't they both from like Austin or or, no, or my? I've seen a lot of serious digs on that, and you know, you could go either way depending on how much weed you smoked one that day. But um, do you smoke? <laughs> that weed? is like my favorite bong rip, like uh, conspiracy theory that he's that he's actually Bill Hicks. <laughs> right? Do you smoke weed? Yeah, yeah. Um, you would have spoken to me like a month ago. I would have said no. It took like maybe like a six month break. Uh, I like started a new job. I kind of needed like yeah. a different headspace, but I don't know, like spring, summer, the weather's nicer. Like they just opened up a dispensary by my house. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of back to smoking. <laughs> nice. I mean, I'm trying to quit right now. So, uh, and, and try to do the thing you did, which was six months. The last time I quit for a couple months, it was like 2018 and I, the main reason I went back to smoking was the vivid dreams just wouldn't stop. And I would, I would sleep deeply and I, it, but I would wake up exhausted from the yeah. mar- marathon I was running in my mind at night. Oh yeah. I definitely noticed that. Even like if I don't smoke for like a week, 
or like a couple days, uh, I, I noticed the dream thing like almost immediately. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I forget this. I forget the exact like uh, physiology behind that or the neurochemistry. But yeah, like the more weed, you, it's not like you, that you don't dream, but you, you you remember your dreams when you don't smoke. I think that's part of it. I, I I was trying to figure it out. Like, is it we are just not having them, or is it? And I think it's the latter, which is. Uh, we're having them and you're just so stoned you can't remember the initial ones because a lot of times I'll go I'll wake up at two or three in the morning and you know use the restroom and go right back to sleep if I can don't look at your phone or anything and then boom I'm back in I'm in dreamland and I can actually remember I'm in the morning a little bit more so I think that's part of what happens with stoners especially me I mean I will, I'll smoke right before I hit the pillow all right oh, uh, let's, yeah. let's see let's see I got some questions here actually from uh, I put a thing on Instagram. Thanks for for the repost. Oh yeah. By the way, are, are you 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 make a lot of original content, or are you more more like a reposter? I in the beginning it was it was like exclusively uh, OC. Um, I've just become kind of you know, I have a job. I have like a wife, yeah same you thing. Know, uh, so yeah. like, I'm on Twitter a lot. Sometimes like uh, you know I get I see something and I and I I repost it. I, I I rarely ever repost anything from Instagram itself, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I would say like seventy percent of my stuff is like original content these days. These days, it used to be like maybe more uh, before that. Yeah, no no watermarks for you. You're a true gangster. No, I, I did that. Sometimes I'll do that on a video. I'll oh yeah, that's make- smart. Yeah, definitely on the videos. But <laughs> steal the shit out of them. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah. But yeah, normally I'm not like a watermark guy. I did that for a while, early on, but I was like really inconsistent with it. And I don't know. I my philosophy is is like you know they're meant to be like disseminated, right? But it's uh, always you know it's always I mean? nice to be able to trace them back to the source. No, I agree. I, my only gripe with it is if like I don't know someone some asshole like fuck Jerry or you know what I mean. Oh uh, yeah, big yeah. Oh yeah, bags just like takes. But yeah, that's like the sign that like you've made it as like a, a memer is if like fuck Jerry or like, you know, whatever shithead Bob or whatever the fuck. What, what, like, what's the biggest steal? What's the biggest steal you've had? So, and, and you, they stole uh, it. How many likes did they get? I forget. It was definitely it was fuck Jerry stole my um, I had a Ted Kaczynski. It was like it, it, I forget what the it was like a New York Times like article. And I forget what the original thing was, but somebody changed it to like uh who needs class when you got swag or something yeah uh, uh, or i went to harvard to get swag i forget i went to harvard and i i found swag and i just like i i just photoshopped ted like a young ted kaczynski while he was at berkeley uh, and i put like the supreme jacket and shirt over him and like that got i think uh, f jerry um like posted that and it got you know whatever they they get like fucking thousands of likes they're like a you know, multi-million. Yeah. Followers. You know, I'd rather have the network of, 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 of like interacting with you, the artist, than take the steal and get the, you know, somebody think I'm talented, but I always try to tag people and trace it back. And if I can't, I've got about five or six accounts and you're one of them. Then I'm oh, like, you I know what? Yeah. I'm like, you know what? This looks like something he would make. And so that, you know, I'll give somebody, at least give somebody the credit. That's actually, I know an original artist and it's really done. It's done well for me because I've had, I have an incredible network of, uh artists and meme makers that I've, I've talked to and some people don't want to talk and by the way thanks for coming on because some people um just don't want nothing to do with 
anything but just making memes and being really anonymous. Like that's why I find intriguing about the meme community too is a lot of anons that just know, you know, they don't they don't care for the glory. They don't care. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I always feel we I've like I've actually turned down like a few podcast requests. Uh you know, people I like. Uh, I just I don't know. I I just like I don't know, I'm just like a memer. I don't know. I don't really have like uh you know that that I, I say things, you know, through the things I post. It's usually just like, you know, jokes or yeah, uh takes or whatever, but um but uh yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know where I was going to Well, no, that's what I wanted. I wanted to really keep it uh cuz uh, the podcast is about it's really like a companion piece to the meme account if you really follow that it's really good for that and so the people that are really into the meme stuff and follow me on a daily basis which is probably about 5,000 people that are like super hardcore fans they're definitely familiar with a lot of your posts so what you know I, I love um and by the way what are your primary tools are you a guy that just does it on the phone or are you a computer maker like you make them on the computer or you do them on the phone Primarily. mostly mostly on the phone um if i have to like do something like skew an image uh you can't there's really no app for that on the phone so i'll use like my tablet or like a computer and i'll use like pixlr which is like a free like desktop like web-based version of like photoshop uh but yeah usually it's on the phone and i'll use um pick arts mm, okay yeah, as long as you can like remove like the background, they have like pretty um, handy tool. It's just it just removes the background. You don't have to like crop anything. Uh, it's pretty good. But yeah, I, I'm mostly a phone guy. Uh, but I, I, even the videos I do on my phone. Uh, but you know, sometimes on rare occasions I'll I'll use like tablet or computer. Oh yeah, I make a ton of. I make probably ninety percent of it. I used to do them on the computer because. You know, like, why not? You have the, it seems like you'd have an easier time manipulating the finer details um, for that precision work. But totally, you can totally do layers and stuff and erase and shit with the, the apps they have. I use Splice for my videos. Um, okay. That's a good one. Um, but there's so many apps and there's so many ways also to make memes with videos. You can do them. Yeah. With, I have a, I have a, I go around with iFunny and then I just take iFunny and then I put it on tiktok so that that way it'll go on tiktok and it'll also give me the watermark and then i'll take that final product over to instagram and twitter so there's lots of ways there's apps you can do it um but i like i I really appreciate like with you and and i'm pretty sure a lot of them are ones that you don't watermark too but like for example is it is it yakub is that how you say the guy's name uh yakub yakub okay for the people that don't know what's the story behind that guy um so he is a black scientist who created the white race. Basically, I don't know. It's like <laughs> a weird. I think it's in like the autobiography of Malcolm X, but it's like a it's like a, a nation of Islam thing, and it kind of has like theosophical kind of undertones or roots. Uh, right. But basically, yeah, it's like this black scientist. Uh, created like the white race in like a lab or through like selective breeding. Uh, it's just one of those wacky out there, vaguely esoteric, uh, just ideas that just like is. Th- th- that's like, kind of what that's know. kind of what your account is. It's uh, it's beca- it's become very esoteric, in a, in a, com- right. in a like, comedy I'm way still though. Like I'm, you know, uh, you know, my wife I follow her. She's way more like versed in that stuff than I do. I can't even name like the 
10 names of God, uh, you know, in the, the Kabbalah. But um, well, I, 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 can't, I, I can't either. <laughs> I still find like occult stuff interesting and also how it intersects with like espionage and like parapolitical who's um yeah i don't know the more you read about all these like big like big name occultists in the last like two three hundred even 400 years like they all have like intelligence connections and there's like you know the venn diagram there is like yeah. it's very uh very big like the, <clears throat> the the middle circle the overlap now do you run any other instagram accounts maybe you don't want to share the names but anything bigger than bwap uh no, I mean my old account. I have uh I have a few other accounts. Um, I mean, I whatever. Uh, fake Nick, fake Nick Land. I run. Okay, yeah, I figured, um, I figured you might have run some of those fake accounts. I run like two or three of them. It was like during the whole like fake account explosion at like the kind of like the birth of like kind of this weird like theme scene on Instagram. Um, but yeah, no, I just, uh, yeah, I run, I run a few, I run like maybe four, but I really, I don't know, you kind of just use them to like other posts. <laughs> uh, that's what I do. I've got like 20 uh, accounts and I, I, that was a primary reason initially, but then I'm like, you know what? I could just, well, one account, I just straight up test stuff and see how the audience and if it's going to get me like a, you know, a content, a community guidelines takedown and I'll, t- before right. I sacrifice the float universe main page, I've learned to test it on other audiences and uh the algorithm and stuff so oh by the way how what was the post that got your original account taken down but what's the story behind your take i still don't know i still don't know because i didn't post anything that day like i didn't post any memes that day i I shared a few things but you know um must have been a retroactive uh yeah like they i I think so yeah i think i feel sometimes what was happening i would notice that they were going like months back or maybe even years back. And I'm like, wait a minute, is somebody like just scrolling? Cause sometimes it'll happen. And I've right. got a, te- I've got a technique to combat that. Like every couple hours, I'll make my profile like private for just like five minutes. And that way, anybody that's like scrolling all the way down to, to maybe even more problematic stuff, I will hopefully thwart their attempt because it does take a while to scroll on Instagram uh, through 12,000 photos. Um, so right. there's, I've developed all kinds of techniques to when I like, I'll see the wave of like, I'll see people getting, like accounts that shouldn't even be getting content warnings, getting content warnings. I'm like, oh shit, like the algorithms changed, the terms of service have changed, something's changed. Um, or, you know what I mean? Like there's a new narrative and it's come down from the the 4 a.m. Uh, CIA, you know, <laughs> Mockingbird Media. This is the new narrative and we've got a now, you know, like one day the com- community guy or the, the COVID stuff just popped up on Instagram and I'm like, oh God, here we are. So... Yeah, man. So yeah, so you haven't yeah, been able to get it back though. No, obviously. no, I have not. It's been like I think seven months now, maybe. And we talked uh, about this. Now, are you able to get to a screen where you can appeal it? Yes. Oh, you can. And I've you appealed could... it. Like I've appealed it, and um, so the so that was like the fourth time I was banned. The the previous three times, uh, there was a script that uh, another Instagram user told me to use, and it worked. Um, you know, it was something about like, you know, I, my account has been like the target of, uh, you know, an attack by competitors looking to like, you know, corner this market of, you know, corner this 
you know, niche market. And, you know, I had to say I was like a business account, obviously. Uh, and that worked for the first three times. I would get like emails like, oh, sorry, this was a mistake. Uh, and, you know, and then I would see what the, the what the post that was that re, that was reported. Uh, right. I, was, I would be able to see that once you log on, it would come up. Uh, but yeah, the fourth time it was I was just, yeah, I didn't post anything that day. I don't know like what it was. I didn't post anything like out of the ordinary. You know, I didn't post any. I don't remember posting anything like, really like risque or edgy or, you know. Well, you know, here's the thing, like um, your, your stuff is it's like it is risk risque in a way. But the thing is, if you are not made of fucking eggshells, it's not that bad. But the thing is, people just are so hair triggered by just anything. And you just hit somebody with the right. content in the wrong way and they're just reporting your account. That's the thing. I don't know. I still don't know how much of it is like I still don't know how much of it is like the algorithm and just like Instagram doing like upkeep and how much of it is like some you know, you know, I, I, right. I have fans, but I also have haters. Who, uh, yeah, hate my shit, but they still like comment on it. Yeah, I, I imagine some of those people must be reporting. Um, but so, here's yeah, the thing: I, I, it's, I it's ironic. I think the people that uh, I think the people that are reporting you are people that are probably on on the same closer to the political spectrum than they are of me. Uh, right. I would I would think not that I'm all right, but the way things are going, I'm a pretty centered person with I think pretty relative uh centered ideas that are uh, r- relatively open for all, almost all people unless you're just a baby eater i mean you're pretty much we don't exclude anybody else but um i don't know it's just the way the world's gone and it's just ironic that you are uh, uh, on the left side of the political spectrum slightly and those are the people i think reporting your shit because one thing i learned about uh going deep into the alt-right uh shit on twitter or not on Twitter, on Telegram, and then seeing going and seeing the opposite on on Twitter over the past few years. Actually, Twitter's gotten a lot better. I don't know if you've noticed it, but it actually has gotten better over the past few weeks in terms of like uh, posts and followers. Have you noticed an uptick in your Twitter? Twitter, I always see people every time I uh, yeah I I don't like I don't like pay too much attention to like my follower count, but I'll notice a lot uh, it go down, and I'm like wow is that am i just being a mediocre poster or just a lot of people getting banned it's usually like a lot of people getting banned but i don't know maybe some of the people who follow me or or a bot like, sweep or you know like a or a bot sweep yeah, yeah. that's always uh, that's always the case possible too well you know i think the good there's good news for you if you if you can still appeal i read a story i don't know if you saw the story about the instagram model who was like sleeping with the mods at instagram yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it basically verified what I thought was going on in terms of what happened to me, which was I could, for months, I was on this appeal. I could appeal. And some days it wouldn't let me into the appeal process. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I, it's, it's done. But then I would come back like a couple of days later and I could appeal again. And so every time I would make this, this like really hilarious, but like nice. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And I, you know, I don't know where the line is. You guys keep changing it. And I realized what was happening was different people were seeing it, just like the article said with this woman. She's like different. So some people will look at your posts or you'll look at your appeal and they'll do nothing. They'll just, you know, it's just you're, you're in a, a name in a long list. And then some people actually read it. And then, and I think there's even a theory that there might be people that are looking out for, you know, supposed white hats, you know, that are, you know, again, again, if, 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 if it's the black hats that are blocking everything and banning everybody, maybe there are some people in there that are like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not promoting hate speech. Just, you don't like what I'm, I have to say. So 
you want to yeah. call it that. But I mean, I've gotten hit with every community guideline standard um, there is. Oh, running out of time here. I guess since I got 10 minutes left on this call. Did you, um, speaking of that, I don't know. Do you ever, do you follow that esoteric boomer guy? Have I've, you heard of him? I think so. I mean, I'm, I follow boomer front. Um, but yeah, I think I follow. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Boomer front's good. I use like very, uh, pills, let's just say, but, um, but esoteric boomer, um, I think he's got, yeah. RIP. I think he, he, his account got like, got, got again, but, he was he was like a thirty thousand follower account and like I don't know yeah he was pretty like right wing like like way more than like me or a lot of people in our milieu but um I saw he 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 was inactive or he was banned for like two years and then like a couple months ago like a month ago I uh, saw a story and like it was like a screenshot of his appeal and I, it was probably bullshit I don't know what he actually said but he's like uh, I'm a <laughs> I'm a trans girl and like uh, a Nazi hacked into my account and started posting racist uh, memes. <laughs> and then like it, then he shows him getting his account back. But um, I don't know. I thought that was funny. It's possible. Um, I totally because um, again, <laughs> like, uh, multiple. I don't people, even know what to say anymore. Like, <laughs> multiple people are looking at your people. I would say, look, I'm sorry. I don't know where the line is, and I I I, I kind of think I know where it is now. I won't go over it. Um, or could you please tell me what I'm banned for? I don't even know. Like, because that was the thing too. Like, when they took me down, I was in the middle of an Instagram live, and I'm like, "What the fuck did I say? What did, what did I do?" There was nothing. Oh man. Yeah, there was nothing. And I for like, I think it was from like almost three and a half months. I had no access to my account. I thought I was gone. But you, if you can't, I, I've learned this now. My investigation. If you can't appeal it, it's more than likely gone forever. So anybody that can't appeal their account, that's what that's unfortunately that's bad news. But I think there's hope for your account. Just keep appealing it though, because I think that did help me because I think it would take yeah. me, it would take me up the queue and somebody would look at it and be like, nah. Cause I do think people because I was I wrote with I wrote like paragraphs uh in my appeal. As much as room they let me write, I'm like, let me just say something funny and just because I was like, look, a lot of this stuff, I'm not trying to like. Like, look at libs of TikTok. Libs of TikTok is just posting other people's stuff. They're not even saying anything. They're just saying this is the right. this is what people are posting, but they put it together and they package it a certain way. And yeah, it doesn't make them look good. So right. that's the Same problem. With like the defiant L's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. You say, I like we're talking about the line because like uh, it was like September 11th and like the Twin Towers. That's like a weird one. Because it's kind of, that one's like really like a good case of it just being arbitrary. Because exactly. like how many like how many like twin towers like you know memes do you see or posts do you see like every day? Uh, and like I my, I got a, a meme I posted yesterday got taken down, and it's funny too because I I posted it yesterday, and then immediately people are like people are gonna like take this it's gonna be reported people are like oh countdown to when it's taken down starting now. And I thought it was, and a lot of people in the comments thought it was because it was like, I, so it was like, I don't know, it was like, it was like a two panel thing. It was like art before World War II and art after World War II. And like the first panel was like, you know, a bunch of like bucolic, like uh, landscape, po like photo, uh, portraits of like women and shit. And like, and the meme I made was like, I don't know, it was a bunch of like deviant art and like, like shock videos and like uh, the Twin Towers. Uh, and also like this like Simpsons porn. And I thought, and so like, I, 
archived it, deleted it, and I reposted it, but I censored out like Marge Simpson's like tits. And I thought I was good. <laughs> I was and wondering, then, oh yeah, I was wondering what got that art one uh, <laughs> taken down. Then I woke up this morning and it was taken down and it was, you know, for like extremist organizations, terrorism. Was there a swastika in it? No, it was just the Twin Towers. Like, and that was know, the extremist portion of it, I guess, right? That was the extremist portion. Yeah, it had to be. Like, I don't, you know, otherwise it was, just, it was like the Bugs Bunny, Tasmanian Devil, like 1992, like uh, Criss Cross um, drawing. Yeah. Uh, like, a sh- like a screenshot of like one man, one jar, uh, and yeah, a couple other things, like deviant art things. I thought about putting like a family guy, like deviant art, but anyway, you get the point. But like, yeah, so they just like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess you can't mention September 11th at all anymore. But well, I don't you know, know, usually when it, I appeal these things, it, it works, but and I, and I, and uh, it, yeah, I usually have a pretty good track record, but like, yeah, they, just, well, it's like, usually the context too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that that's hilarious. I mean, that uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Let's see here. I'm gonna do. Uh, we got about four more minutes before I have to like stop the call and take it take the call again because I haven't. You know, I don't know. You don't do Zoom probably too much, but it used to be free and you could talk for hours. Now every forty minutes they make you hang up oh. and, and call back. So, but it's like perfect. So I can do like a commercial break um, because there's still I want to talk about the meme that the person thought I was you. And I still want to I got, okay. I, got I got questions from the audience and yeah, I don't want to wrap it up properly. So let's see. I got four minutes before I should hang up the call. I'm just going to go to break now. And right. what, what kind of music do you like? Uh, all kinds. Um, techno. uh yeah, black metal, uh, classic rock. Uh, yeah, I don't know, you name it. What 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 song would you like for the commercial break? Anything? Any, <laughs> any requests? Oh, How about Crazy Train, Ozzy Osbourne? Oh, just, just okay. <laughs> All right, let me take us to break here, aka go to hang up, and I will call you right back. All right. Cool. All right. See you on the other side.
All right, welcome back to the Float Universe podcast. We are back with BWAP 2, also known as Beyond Woken Problematic. The 2 is because he was banned from Instagram, at least temporarily. I know we're going to a alternate part of the multiverse where his account will be open. How you doing? Welcome back. Doing all right. Are you a believer in the multiverse theory? Um, not the Facebook multiverse, or I'm not even sure about like the quantum physics one, but uh, definitely not the the Zuckerberg. Well, that's the metaverse. I'm talking about the, the, mul- uh, the, the multiverse. Right, right. The multiverse. Uh, I, think, I think it's an interesting like concept. Where there's um, an alternate version of you with subtle differences, infinite times over. Right, 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 right. I don't, um, I don't, I don't like multiverse theory that gets into absurd realities, but I do believe in alternate realities that are, you know, slight variations of the core reality. Okay. Yeah. You find that agreeable? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't have like a sophisticated, uh, do you have like a religious, uh, or spiritual belief system? I don't know. That's sound. I know it's gonna sound like cliche. Um, yeah, I do believe there's like something to spirituality, uh, and maybe like a higher, uh, like a higher power. Um, you know, kind of also I, not, I, maybe like a little with like the, the Spinoza's idea that like kind of God is like everything. Um, I don't know, it's like kind of hippy dippy, but um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I. I, I not i used to be kind of an atheist i had like my cringe atheist phase um i was never like a new atheist or like a richard dawkins guy yeah yeah but uh, i was definitely like you know like pretentious like i read nietzsche in college and high school uh and kind of looked at like religion like suspicion um especially like monotheism but i don't know as i've gotten older like i i see like the value in it i don't like I don't know. I, I find like people who are like super atheists or like, you know, kind of religious about religious about it kind of cringe. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I yeah, have, yeah. But I, I don't have like any like religious doctrine that I subscribe to per se. Like uh, my family's like, especially on my mom's side, they're all like really Catholic. Like I have an uncle who's a priest. Uh, my mom's kind of like, she doesn't, she's kind of new age. She kind of like, jumps around from like new age group to new age group um but yeah i don't know so that's kind of like made me like kind of i don't know skeptical or weary wary of like religion but um i don't know uh yeah i i respect it i you know i respect religion and people who are religious are you a higher consciousness explorer via psychedelics <laughs> yeah yeah i guess you could say that um yeah 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 Not, uh, have you had a peak experience that, um, has, that has led to higher revelations in, t- in terms of the universe or god i've had some pretty far out experiences um on psychedelics um can't say like i've like integrated it too much into my life but uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely like in you know for exploring. Um, I think a lot of people. I know like 
I, I very I I know that like kind of the, the sus history of psychedelics and like the CIA and LSD and like a lot of these counterculture stuff, but that hasn't like stymied me from like exploring. Uh, I I'm still like really into them. Um, yeah, you know, I don't I I, I don't advise like everybody to just do it. Uh, I think you got to take some caution. Um, do you have a per- just... do you have a preferred psychedelic? I like LSD. I know it's like Me a too. problematic one. Me too. I know it's a it problematic is, but... one. Uh, but I, yeah, I always come back to that one. I think that was like the first one I did in college. Uh, and that's like that's actually like I did it with like a friend of mine, and he's like the one who got me into a lot of this like French theory, Deleuze and shit. So he would take like acid in college and our dorm room and like. You would just kind of like chew my ear off about this shit, and it kind of like, kind of brainwashed me. Come with the, <laughs> kind of like, uh, not MK Ultra to me, but I don't know. But yeah, it was a very formative experience, kind of uh, both those things. But um, but yeah, that, yeah, uh, mushrooms, DMT. Uh, I like ketamine. Never done it. Uh, I'd, li- I'd like to do it, but I've never had an opportunity. Yeah, it's. I like it. Um, I don't do as many. I try to like slow it down, uh, especially it's, we've moved away from the city. Uh, I won't say which one, but um, it's kind of harder to get. But it, yeah, yeah. Just uh, every few months, I'll take a few hits of acid. Nice, nice. Uh, have you ever used a float tank? I have. I have. Uh, I did it. I did it with me and. Uh, with it scratched out. Sorry. Yeah, that I did it with quantum with my wife. Um, nice. Yeah, I Where, did it with my wife. Where'd you guys uh, go? Some place in in the city in the, the city a few years ago. We found like a Groupon. Uh, there's no place like by us that I know of. Well, I'm gonna have to get your information off air and get you guys hooked up with another float. I know there's got to be at least somewhere. Unless you live in like fucking Montana or something, there's got to be somewhere in like at least an hour away. Yeah. I mean, are you an hour away from a major U.S. city? Yeah, I would say that maybe a little, a little more, but yeah, like within like two hours of major city of major cities. Are you prepared for the apocalypse? <laughs> I've been ready since I was thirteen for the apocalypse. Really? <laughs> how, so, how, how so? How so? I mean, I say that half jokingly. I grew up like in a very like Pentecostal. I, I uh, my stepfather um, and my mom at the time uh, were like very Christian, and um, there's like a, like a lot of fire and brimstone like stuff about like the Book of Revelation that kind of like uh, you know I grew up through. I don't want to give my age away. But I grew up through like Y two K and like all this uh, stuff about the end of the world, and, like. In like the 2000s going through like 2012 uh but yeah i know things are getting a lot worse and like sometimes i think oh maybe like the end really is near i don't know um yeah. but yeah I, I feel like i've been ready for i don't know maybe people in my generation or younger than us even i've always felt like kind of a, an apocalyptic uh feeling i don't know the zeitgeist but yeah i know i've i've uh I've been trying to continually white pill myself daily, but definitely once you take enough red pills, it's almost 
more than likely the black pill is it's the doom and gloom scrolling the doom <laughs> scrolling is next but how often do you or how much time do you spend on the phone on an average day too much um i mean I'm, I'm no better than like anybody else but you know running a meme page uh i have an excuse to be on there but um yeah i don't know more than i should be um let's just leave it at that a lot do you, do you ever go back and look at your old stuff and be like god damn that was funny i really uh, you know like, like sometimes i go back and i just trip on i just trip on myself i'm like wow this shit is really good Sometimes, sometimes I'm like, yeah, that was a good one. And then, you know, also on the other side, I'm like, I don't know, uh, like, damn, I actually posted that. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm embarrassed by stuff I, I posted or tweeted about like, you know, uh, two months ago. But, um, but yeah, yeah. normally, but yeah, but for the most part, I'm like, yeah, that, that was a good well, one. Well, a lot of your stuff ages well, because like, was it Yakub or whatever? He that's timeless because it's just a it's a time. I mean, it might be the meme of the time for this, you know, maybe these two year period and the meme will get old, like the you know, it's just it's not a meme anymore, but it'll always be timeless. Now, right. one day, one day, one day I get on Instagram and I see a goofy ass picture of me in a float tank, which is normal, but then I see uh superimposed is I, I don't even know i can't remember what it said i i, I swear I, t- uh, I took a screenshot of it but i never found it um what's you know what's the story behind that if there is if there is even a story okay yeah i'll try not to get into it because it's like old news but i don't know maybe i don't know if we were like mutuals at the time but i think maybe about a year ago maybe more than a year well ago. i was following you on like i don't know if you knew about me but i'm like wow that's cool that they think i'm him but that but i'm also i said that's not me and they immediately took it down <laughs> God, what a cell phone. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I was feuding with this guy. Um, I won't even say his name, no free clout, but um, if they follow me, they, they probably know who I'm talking about. He's this like anarchist DJ from the Midwest. Um, and we were mutuals, and he kind of was on like the anti woke tip. And it's like a long story. Um, you know, stuff that didn't involve me necessarily but i got involved like twitter feuds and beefs but anyway so i was like i was mutuals with this guy and like one day like i saw what he was doing on twitter and like he was attacking a lot of my mutuals a lot of people i knew and so i just like at first i like put him on restricted because he would be commenting on my on my memes and then i just blocked him and then like day after i blocked him he like called me out in this post for like making memes about like the philosophers i've like made memes about you know dugan being yeah. the primary one and um you know like evola too whatever um very nuanced take on evola i don't you know but uh, anyway uh so anyway that guy and so you know he blocked you know and so and, and you know i lost like, a bunch of followers um that's when the trouble started that's when i started getting reported you know i'm not saying it was him or because of him necessarily causation correlation thing but definitely like after that i started getting my stuff like reported uh so anyway i don't know we were like i made some memes about him he made some posts about me his memes were like dog shit let's just be real um (laughs) but but uh, anyway on twitter i forget i like called him an idiot but i like the meme wasn't like the tweet wasn't even about him it just mentioned him or something and then he like, yeah, he took a screenshot of that. And I guess, yeah, he searched. I don't know what he, he looked for me. No, he found my he found my wife's um, page. And ah. 
yeah he and i guess she sent you like uh yeah you're were, you were talking before she sent you like some gear and, yeah like, i took you pictures know, in t- and stuff yeah, yeah you yeah, were yeah. tagged in it so she just assumed he didn't know what i look like i usually don't post my face uh so he found a picture of you uh on her page and he thought it was me and then yeah people were just like and he, yeah i forget what he said he was like shut up nerd i like yeah. posted that picture and people were just like bro that's obviously not beyond looking problematic and then, like he took it down but yeah that's well, well yeah really, was, like that's, that's awesome i didn't know the story behind that i'm like well that's cool because <laughs> nobody like i post myself a lot and i actually do lives and stuff so i don't really try to hide my identity i won't put out my name and personal information but yeah. i won't hide my face too much but I also don't put it out there all the time. Like that's not the thrust of my account. It's like memes and funny shit. Exactly. Not me at all. Um, every every like maybe one in a thousand posts I'll pop up, and that was the time where yeah, your your wife was making me all kinds of cool gear, and I was posing in front of it in the front of the float tank, and I had the light, and I was being enlightenment stuff and goofy. And I'm like, there's no pictures of you ever. I'm like, well, that just totally makes sense. Uh, but I didn't know it came from the angle of your wife, but that totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, somebody showed me that because it was it was it was posted and taken down within two hours, and somebody just like screenshotted it. It was like, bro. <laughs> like I, I, I'm sure so, I have it somewhere. Um, I'm gonna have to look again, yeah. but uh, it was pretty cool. Little, I, I call that like uh, a quantum entanglement artifact or something like because <laughs> it, it definitely it, it will make me want to interview him. I, I definitely want to in the back of my mind. I'm like, I, oh, if he'll talk to me, I definitely want to talk to him. So again, yeah, thanks for. Uh, talking to me i've got a few questions here from not too many uh, i guess my post was very limited when i tagged you like there's certain accounts i tag and because we're both like content uh we we get community guidelines all the time we're flagged and we're probably you know i'm sure you're shadow banned so anytime i tag oh, anybody definitely. that's shadow ban we're like it, i double down on the shadow banning so not well, you can do that because I can't even I can't even collaborate or people can't collaborate with me on posts. I'll have to try that with you because it, it does pop up on mine, but I never just do it. So I'll, I'll try with uh, with you. OK, so the first question is from urinating. Uh, E-U-R nating. Is David <laughs> is David Ike a reptile? <laughs> um. Probably. I don't know. That reptile stuff. Um, it's goofy. I, I mean, I like it. I, I see why it's appealing. Uh, I think the, the reptile stuff is, I mean, it has a history. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, you know, uh, I guess like people have been debating like whether like David Icke is like, whether like reptile are just code for Jew or not. Right, right, uh, right. I usually give them the benefit. Even Alex Jones, like uh, I saw an interview with Alex Jones a few years ago and he was like, uh, sky like you know like he, he basically accused them of like shit coding like the you know the idea of like a global elite and uh you know systems of control and whatnot um i don't know i think uh he did thank david duke in uh, one of his books like in the credits i don't know if you knew david duke is yeah oh um, yeah oh yeah uh, uh so it makes me think like, i used to give him the benefit of the doubt that you know you know i don't know it's just this goofy guy um but i don't know um let's just say i he might be he might be a reptile well my thoughts on it is he might be a good reptile or he might be a controlled opposition reptile like alex jones that might that might be more the case but he's like one level like 
it's like Mike Alex Jones thinks that he's like controlled opposition. So it's like like another degree, you know what I mean? If like Alex Jones is already like maybe controlled opposition. Oh, I, I well, I mean, what do you think about Q? Is there any validity to QAnon? The Q posts? What do you think about Q? I don't know. I'm 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 more agnostic on Q. I don't follow it too much. It, it does seem a little sloppy. I, I I know you you follow it and I've heard the like I heard your post I've heard your podcast with uh Schizotopia and I, I dig I dug it. Uh oh, but yeah, that's honestly, awesome. I, I, I I've seen like the Q documentary and like I've read a little bit about it, but honestly I've never like followed it in like any depth. Like I've never like actually like seen like a Q drop, you know, right. or, or whatever. Well, you, you you've probably seen them but out of uh you know in the context of a meme, but you've never like dug for the the, right. the yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so do you think, uh, I think like stuff like the Franklin scandal, I I think there is like, like stuff like Pizzagate, not Pizzagate itself, I think, but like elements of Pizzagate elements of Pizzagate are like definitely, you know, definitely have legs. WikiLeaks real or fake. I don't, uh, uh, Maybe like a limited hangout, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's say like a limited hangout. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that. Um, you know, uh, I mean, who didn't know about that before that? But I don't know about like the government, the NSA and the government. Uh, oh, you'd be surprised. Your phone calls, but yeah, I don't know. After nine eleven, I just kind of assumed that was. Oh like... no, dude, no. Everybody's still <laughs> everybody's still asleep. People were like, people identified all the bad guys with the coronavirus stuff, and then as soon as they went to the Ukraine off, and it was the same people. People totally went back right. to their to, to their slumber. I'm like, Jesus Christ, people! It's this Lady Gaga and George Soros agreeing on something is never a good thing. Yeah. Oh God, the Ukraine stuff. Oh, yeah, don't. I don't even want to get started. No, we're not. We're not going there. We're not going there. (laughs) So, is they live a documentary? (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say. I say that's pretty close to something true. I I agree. Uh, Here's a question from Jake Dot Samuel. What's the most important moral imperative? Oof, I don't know. Uh, Moral imperative. I mean, you know, it sounds pretty basic, but like the the golden rule, you know, best answer. Yes, doing to others. Yes, that's a great answer. I mean, I mean, that's the core of the law of attraction too, which is, you know, you you get what you put out and do unto others as you wish to be treated. I I, I didn't know with your because you always we didn't get into any philosophy because that's not my strong suit. Because one of my thoughts on this is like a lot of these philosophers. It's like I think Terrence McKenna said this. If they would have taken philosophy, uh, psychedelics, you know, they would have come to different conclusions. I think. Well, definitely in the '60s. Um, I mean, Michel Foucault, um, for better or worse, he definitely did LSD uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of the um, Gills, Deleuze, and Guattari. Uh, there's, it's. I'm still. Well, not I, I would say Deleuze. classical photographers. I'm not talking philosophers i'm not talking oh, sure, about sure, right, that's what right, that's right. what mckinnon was yeah Nietzsche, post Nietzsche, Nietzsche was into not psychedelics but he was into like what was that shit that people did in like the 1800s um absinthe. the autumn or absinthe or but not at the, the autumn or oh okay i don't know 
You know what I'm talking about? It's I think like, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Um, yeah, Walter Benjamin. Yeah, but yeah, no, I know what you mean, right? It's like people like in the uh, Kant's. Um, right, like the classical philosophers, the Age of right, Enlightenment, right. and you know, pre uh, World War One philosophers. Okay. Because yeah, once psychedelics change the whole psychedelics for me, it's like who needs these fucking philosophers? I know the nature of reality is one. There's oneness. Like that for me, that it's always the same takeaway with LSD if you do it right, which is it somehow reveals the nature of the oneness of everything. At least that's my experience with it. I can't believe the takeaways other people have with these same psychedelics. I'm like, you didn't experience God. You should uh, you should really check out um, Spinoza on that um, his ontology that basically like he's got a whole system and it's like it's kind of mathematical he's got proofs it's very scholastic but like the takeaway you know it's like about yeah god being like the universe basically um yeah he was excommunicated from the the jewish faith for for that but um yeah he's also like a very big influence on gills the lose uh and some later like 20 century philosophers but um yeah you should check out uh spinoza will do we'll, we'll have to we'll have to go philosophy on the next uh go around if you do another podcast next question it's from say it dan what's the worst atrocity the cia committed oof uh damn i mean um yeah the pinochet it's pretty bad uh operation chaos um if monarch is real then that's like pretty bad uh phoenix program is pretty was that cia i'm not I don't sure know, it was like the military that was definitely like an intelligence operation but i don't know I, that might have been just like a military intelligence thing but the phoenix uh program is pretty bad that was like the psychological operation that they did in vietnam where they yeah pretty bad stuff like they you know like just murder and rape people and like kind of and they would play like you know it just they would play like uh, audio of like ghosts like really kind of kooky stuff try to like scare people i don't know it, the phoenix program is pretty bad uh if you believe that the cia murdered john f. kennedy that was pretty bad and rfk uh i think that's more of a um, mafia thing actually I think there was, but the thing is, you can't separate the two. The, the, maf, the, the mafia and the CIA were so entangled, especially like up through the 60s. Uh, and like the 50s, like it, it wasn't even acknowledged that like the mafia was, was real. Like, you know, Jayanga Huber, they asked yeah. him, it's like, uh, but yeah, no, I, it, after the 60s, like into the 70s, uh, the CIA kind of cut its ties with the mafia. Uh, and if you're if you're gallon pilled, um, they just picked up. I mean, they still had some mafia ties, but they had like a South American, like you know, they ran Contra, like they had like you know stuff to like mercenaries and like right when death squads and to like murder cults. Um, so yeah, I don't know. The, the CIA has been, always been pretty heinous. I don't, it, it's hard to pin down like the worst one. They ran Contra, was, they ran Contra and like JFK are like pretty big ones. But like, yeah, it's you know, it's so much shit. With the CIA. I'd, yeah, I'd have to say the MK Ultra is an ongoing program. Yeah, yeah, um, it never actually like ended, and it wasn't just like the CIA. Like, 
the, the Department of Energy had like an MK Ultra program, like the, the, the Naval Intelligence had like an MK Ultra program. People just know about like the CIA one. And they think it was just like, oh, we're going to try this truth serum, LSD, and like those people. But like, it was like a little deeper than that, a little more insidious, like, you know, trying to, you know, basically creating like Manchurian candidates. Uh, and, and it, you know, and it wasn't just LSD. You know, they, 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 they tried everything. They, they tried heroin. Uh, they tried amphetamines, uh, like uh, PCP. Uh, and it wasn't just, you know, uh, drugs either. Uh, like Ted Kaczynski, people think that because he was MK Ultra, but people think that like they dosed him. There's no evidence of that uh, at, at Harvard. Uh, they might have just kind of just psychologically have like broken him down. Uh, but yeah, my point is like yeah, the, the, the MK Ultra program you know, expands far more than just like dosing some people with LSD. Right. Yeah. At Hyde Ashbury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, it goes a lot further than that. And it, like, like I said, it's still ongoing. Um, let's see. What else do I have here for you? Uh, oh. These are some of my questions. Forbidden sites, right? You've got a choice. You could go anywhere you want, like Antarctica or the Vatican Library or Area 51 or some place I haven't named that may be in your mind that I don't know about. If you go anywhere and have full access, where would you go? Ooh. I know this sounds like kind of dumb, but uh, I would like to see the inside of that dang uh, temple on St. James, Little St. James. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> the dungeon at the bottom. Right. <laughs> um, if you go into the queue post, uh, they actually have supposed video monitors from all like the rooms on St. James Island. And there's literally a dungeon at the bottom where they had people <laughs> around buckets full of like human body parts, like eating them. Like all they were wow. all naked. Oh yeah, no, it's totally fucked up shit. But um, Q Q Q Q got into Little Saint James quite a bit, so that would be your forbidden site. Definitely one of them. Um, I'm sure there's other ones. Top three. Um, maybe. Well, I think now it's just like a resort. I mean, oh, it's always been a resort, but Resorts International. I think maybe it's like Atlantis now. Atlantis Resorts. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Like, that was like uh, like an island in the Caribbean that has like a long history of like kind of mob ties and intelligence ties. It was owned by Meyer Lansky. Um, it was it was first owned by the guy uh, Grotter Vettel's the guy who's involved with Epcot Center. Um, he owned it first. He was like this German Nazi guy, and then like Meyer Lansky owned it, and a lot of weird, shady like CIA stuff happened. There a lot of drug smuggling happened there and then it was sold to i think donald trump had it in like the, the 80s for a bit and then he sold it to some like south african apartheid uh like mongol uh but um but yeah so i i think it's yeah it, it, it's i just know it, yeah paradise island and then it became resorts international and then like atlantis resorts um it, it, i guess it's not forbidden it, but that's like a place where a lot of spooky stuff has happened well you know p- part of like Forbidden would me besides the obvious ones like Area 51 would be something like the underground tunnels of Disney and supposedly there's a <laughs> there's a Masonic temple. If you go, I think it's I can't remember which ride it is, but there's a ride where you're in Epcot and you're going really slow and there's like this yellow cottage. And if you go in the door in there and it leads down into a temple where they like sacrifice children, I don't know what they do, but 
Um, <laughs> so there's like forbidden parts of things that are like you actually go to, like you go to Disney, but there's all kinds of things in Disney that you don't have access to. Um, so that would probably be on my list of forbidden sites would be an all access to like every nook and cranny of Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World. Yeah. Or, you know, like a deep underground military base, like uh, I forget the one where they had the alien shootout, but uh, it's in Texas. But, um, oh, what was the other question I was going to ask you? Shit. Maybe my third one, while you think of that, would be uh, the secret Nazi air base at the top of the, of the North Pole where, where they have the, the Nazi UFOs. Mm. <laughs> the doorway to uh, Agartha. Yes, no, I know what you're talking about. And uh, the hyper hyperborea. The hyperborea, yes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's how you say it. I don't know. I'm just uh I, I'm trying to learn on Telegram. Are you on Telegram? Um, I don't I mean I have a telegram. I follow like maybe three accounts, but I don't, I don't have like uh not yet. I don't have like an account where like I post stuff on it. No, you do you do great on Telegram. Oh. Telegram's it right up be here. Better with the censorship there, sure. Yeah, I mean there's well, that's what's crazy about like Twitter. Like you can you can't write words, but there's totally like hardcore porn on Twitter. Oh yeah, like no problem. You, like don't, well, you don't threaten to kill someone or call somebody like some epithet. Like you're good on, on Twitter, right? Or go against certain uh, parts of the narrative. Like there were certain accounts last sure. year or the year before, like during the election and stuff, and it was like Trump stuff or QAnon stuff, and you or or Hunter Biden stuff, and if you posted it. If you, it was like New York Post, even it was like legit stuff. And if you post, oh, yeah, yeah you're inst- yeah, you instantly yeah. like gone. So it didn't have, yeah, but, the, but then there's still so many- better than Facebook or Zuckerface or Zuckerbook for sure. Right. Well, each platform is about, I think I tell people this, it's like, know your audience for one thing. It's like, if you're audio, if you do primarily a certain content and then you try to go in the other direction, don't be surprised, you know, know your audience. And then at a certain point too, you get so big. I mean, what, how big was that first account that's now deactivated? Almost thirty thousand. That's what I was gonna say. You you had it you had it going pretty good. Yeah, I think also too. I mean, you probably know this from experience. You have a pretty big account, but like, you know, the bigger you are, like, kind of the, the bigger target you have, or the more eyes on yeah, you. That's I'm it. I'm sure, it, like the algorithm, you know, stuff that like, uh, you know, uh, a seven hundred follower page can get away with or even like a thousand two thousand follower page can get away with probably like a lot harder uh you know once you reach like a certain like critical mass of followers that's totally my theory and it's also i think there's a few things that go into it yeah it's the the size of your account if you're shadow banned or not who you're linked to like if i got big enough i would just unfollow everybody and be like you know what you're you're affecting my algorithm my algorithm like following you and like schizotopia and a bunch of other like dark iron gains shit like that like gets me way low in the algorithm because I'm, I'm i'm networked to all these bad accounts at least in terms of the the computer seeing it that way so um it's just know your audience i tell people and yeah you get to a certain size like you said and it, also i think for me i'm getting to a point where it's like i have the burner accounts where i can go and the hardcore people will go and i'm safe to post like I can totally post hardcore things that instantly would get taken down on Float Universe because the audience is so diverse and it's spread very it spreads very quickly when you've got over ten thousand people. Yeah, that definitely you have to. I mean, you know, you have to have multiple accounts uh, if you're doing anything worthwhile. I mean, like 
I see some accounts that like, you know, they're like, you know, I follow them. They're pretty funny, but I'm just like, how do you, how, how are you still around? Like I, I, there's, I know accounts that like don't post like risque shit and their shit gets like taken down and shadow banned like all the time. Like I've mentioned it before, like, like Tommy Tuna. Yeah. I don't know if you follow that guy, but like his, his, he, he doesn't like post like stories anymore. And that was like the crux of his like page um his memes are are, are good too but like you know people would go to him for his stories at like shit would just like get taken down but uh but anyway i'm sorry i'm rambling but um i was saying is like you gotta have like you gotta have multiple accounts um and there's like you have to be able to walk away from it and just like start a new one um you know i i was fortunate i had like a network of like mutuals uh, like once like my account was down or you know they would shout me out and you know I'd, I'd be back you know not back to where i was but like you know I, that's the thing man it's i get really mad when all these people i've supported and then i get taken down and then nobody nobody wants to say nothing nobody wants to report or or repost and tag me in it when i've tagged every one of you sorry sons of bitches for five six years straight all right. Not I'm not talking about you, of course. Yeah. Uh, but uh there's a lot of people I'm like, man, you fucker, you fucker. I've supported your bullshit. And this is this is the this is the love I get. So it's it's very disappointing when you know but it, but ultimately it's like I also take it as a badge of pride because my content, I know it's good, but it's risky and people sometimes don't want to be associated with it. They don't, they won't follow it, but they'll stalk it because they like the content. And I'm sure that's happening with you. Like people like your content, but they they won't give you the official follow. They're too afraid to be associated with you. They don't even know where you stand politically. So it's like, it's a risk. Um, Or you look like a weirdo or an extremist. Like, you know, you're posting pictures of Ted Kaczynski and... (laughs) Which and is then, funny because Ted K is like, I mean, even like the most mediocre or kind of middle of the road, like kind of blue chat. So they're like, yeah, you know, he's got a point on some things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I, I've gotten stuff taken down because of oh, Ted, Ted, Ted Uncle Ted cost me a few. Uh, it cost me a shadow ban or two in my life for sure. And again, it's just like a picture and an idea. It's nothing like extreme. There's no extreme picture. There's not even, it's just the, it's, it's implied or it's the combination of the words and the pictures. I mean, I've gotten to the point where with, I can't even post drugs. Forget about it. It's just oh, no, it. yeah, cartoons and words. And even though even SpongeBob with the wrong words will get me content guideline, uh, community guidelines. So yeah. we're in a strange yeah, just, world. Yeah, I just don't know how some accounts like make it to where they are and like, haven't been because you know i complain you know I, I about being shadow banned and about act being like actually banned but like i you know there's accounts that i follow that like they're on their like fifth sixth seventh accounts you know what i mean oh yeah i mean i have a few luckily they haven't all been taken away but uh yeah sometimes it's a blessing though to be wiped out and just start all over fresh yeah and you're also fresh of the band until you start hooking up with your old friends that are also <laughs> shadow banned and then reposting their stuff and then getting your own well anyway uh the gang back together yeah exactly the, the the chat are you promoting anything are you working on any on anything outside of just daily memeing no just daily memeing um at some point i want to put out maybe like a, a zine or something but uh no just you can follow me at uh bwap 
BWAP underscore two on Instagram. And I'm also on Twitter at, uh, at Beyond Woke. Or no, sorry, Woke, oh, my bad. At Woke Beyond. Uh, that's what the, the Twitter machines and if you out. can't if you can't find him because he's shadow man just go to my page go to my followers and then type his name there and you'll find him uh, for sure and also shout also out on facebook. also on facebook but it's just linked to my instagram well i'll, I'll uh, also shout out to your wife quantum kitty and that's k-u-a-n-t-u-m-k-i-t-t-y is she still making clothes yes she is awesome so go check her out i'm gonna be uh promoting her more when i have my actual visual thing going with my youtube when i figure out what the youtube and you know it would suck to make all this content and then have it banned uh spend all that time making video and then say nope you're banned so well i look forward to all your memes uh daily and whatever comes next with you i really appreciate you taking the time tonight to talk to me about how you make these memes where they come from and what it's like being banned because what i'm trying to do is just interview as many banned people as possible because <laughs> you know first of all it's like why'd you get banned and how do we get this far it's just memes and stuff and it's i think it's good too for uh posterity you know because accounts get banned all the time that were a part of my life for years and i never hear from them again they don't come back and they don't get back up. They don't, they just say to hell with it and they're gone. And I never, and they were, they, a lot of these people are anonymous and I never hear from them again. So it's glad to have you on record. You're one of my favorite accounts. Yes, I appreciate it. I thank you for the daily laughs and always continuing to make me guess where you stand on the, on the, in the political compass. Uh, I was right. You kind of are in the middle like me. So cool, man. Well, anything else? Yes. No, this is a lot of fun, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me. Beyond woke and problematic, guys. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at bwap underscore two. And hopefully, maybe you'll be listening to this podcast in six months, and you'll find the original account. I know it's possible. And <laughs> one day, my friend, you'll wake up and you'll have access to it. So just hang in there. I appreciate All you. Right. You thanks, are enlightened, man. my friend. Have a great night. All right, dude. Later. Yes, sir. Bye-bye.